Dustin. I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Category Is. This week, we have some guests on our show. Uh, you may have heard us on their show, Relationship Podcast. Uh, these are our guests, husbands, Marco and Tony. They're the hosts of Relationship, the podcast, uh, where they talk about gay, LGBT plus relationships and all that they encompass. So please help us welcome uh, Marco and Tony. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Uh, a little mortified, but good. Good. <laughs> are you enjoying um, the, the holiday season and your weekend? Um, it's weird. I was Marco just talking was to my not super in the holiday spirit this year. Yeah, I was talking about. I was just having a conversation with my dad about how like the holidays are like mad to me this year. I don't know why. Um, but uh, this year I'm, I'm like not that into it. But I decided to try, and so I put a peppermint stick inside of my hot coffee. <laughs> and so I tried to get yes. into like the basic bitch season. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's good. Next up, pumpkin spice. Yes. Yeah, awesome. I have the perfect the perfect um, cure to get into the holiday spirit is to watch Mariah's Magical Christmas I on it. Apple TV. You did. I, I did. I You're it. still not in the spirit. I mean, so the only part that gave me so much life. Okay, first of all, I was so distracted by her boobs the entire time. <laughs> the whole time. I was like, girl, <laughs> there are children watching. There are children present. <laughs> you look like you are getting ready to breastfeed. Like, what am I watching right now? Um, I watched it. The only part that gave me so much life was the Ari J. Hud Mariah mm-hmm. scenario that I was like, these yeah. beans. Are, and when Mariah and Ari did like they harmonized their whistle tones. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay, bitch. It is the season. No, I mean, I mean, the encore, the, on- the supposed encore, that got me a little bit. Yeah, it's look, I'm in the spirit. Like, I feel good about life. I'm just kind of like, I worked retail for like multi, like, mm-hmm. like over a decade. Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing I don't enjoy about the holidays is that in every single store that you walk into, they are playing that basic Christmas music. And yeah. I, just, I hate that more than life itself. So it's really hard for me to like really be like rah-rah about it because I'm like, <laughs> if I hear Jingle Bells one more time. <laughs> Let's so, all sing it on the count of three. Yeah, no. <laughs> right. yeah, but no, I'm I'm... I'm getting there. I'm having fun. I think as it's getting closer, the stress of like what we're going to buy for people and all of that yes. stuff is like, going to go away. That's good. What about you guys? Yeah. Are you guys in the mood? Are you guys feeling the holiday spirit? Um, I'm faking it till I make it. I'm going to watch the Mariah Carey special tonight. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to watch holiday movies. I've been buying poinsettias and, and, and you know, gift wrap. I'm forcing myself to get into the holidays. Um, yeah. My boyfriend and I created a, um, you know, Christmas music playlist. To your point, Marco, and yeah. you know, he's he's Australian, so his mm-hmm. Christmas music is very different than mine. It's very, <laughs> you know, did you read of... you inspired? <laughs> I, don't I don't have reindeers. They have kangaroos. <laughs> right, right, koalas. Um, exactly. I'll just say his is very like choral Catholic. Music. My music's very, you know, Luther Vandross, Whitney Houston. It's an R and B Christmas with Tony Braxton. It has a lot. Yeah, of, I need. It has I a need lot of seasoning on it. The Boys to Men Let It Snow album. Like yeah, that's right. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but but I've been I've been listening to Christmas music nonstop for about a week now. So I'm I'm getting into it. What about Maurice? you, Maurice? Um. So we had a mishap with our um, tree. So. 
we don't have like that many decorations up. And so aside from that, like I've been listening to Christmas music since November 1st. Like that's the start of the season for me. You're the person that I don't like. <laughs> and I only listen to Mariah's Christmas CDs. Like that's really? it. Oh that's my. it. Yeah. I need some variety. <laughs> I would No, because she gives you the variety. She has like the traditional, then she has like the remixes, and then she has like the the new stuff too. So I she gives you a range of like church and then like pop R&B. Yeah, like pop R and B. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I do for Christmas. But um it's unseasonably warm today. Mm-hmm. A little warmer than usual. So that's kinda like mixing it up a little bit. But don't worry, it's gonna snow later this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I did read that. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. that's we so, finally got our first snow and that kinda put me in the mood. Wait, I wanna go back for a second. You only listen to Mariah's Christmas <laughs> album? That's it. That is that's- it? It, yes just one the two of them and then now we have the third one because for the apple um special they created the soundtrack for that so that's on repeat like on a loop but it's the same songs from the first two (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't gonna say it so thank you there's no music it's just like but she redid them so like they sound yeah yeah but i okay so because I, so we listen to a lot. Like we this year have been listening to the Megan Trainer Christmas album, which is really cute. Mm-hmm. We also listen. I love Justin Bieber's Christmas album. The man. Really good. Are you like fourteen? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Until you listen to the album, I want to hear it. The album is really good. Um, Ariana Grande has a really good Christmas album. Pentatonix has a Santa great Pelly. album. Um, Tamar has a cute Christmas album. <laughs> Like, there's, like, there's so many Christmas albums out there. There are parts of Marco that are problematic. I just could yeah. not listen to only Mariah. Yeah, no, she would kill me. That I would like, I would string her up by her boobs. That, that, would, just, <laughs> <laughs> like, that would just be really bad. We need to reevaluate your taste in music. <laughs> with that Justin Bieber, it's a great Christmas. Y'all be sleeping on Justin. He be making good. He makes good music, and I, he, I, it's what I like to say. You separate the Cosby from the Cliff Huxtable, like where you can say that you absolutely love the Cosby Show and right. then love Cliff Huxtable and everything he stood for in terms of like a kooky dad that had like what six children, five children, mm-hmm. whatever, five, but. You don't like Bill Cosby for all of the gross that he is and everything that he's right. done. And so Allegedly. I... <laughs> oh, you don't believe he did any of it? We're not, not all do. of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it. Later. Sure. Enough of it to make him a bad person. <laughs> you know, baby, um Bill Cosby's favorite uh, Christmas song is maybe it's cold outside. You know. Right. What's in this drink? Anyway. I love I love Bieber's music like I can like listen to it and like appreciate his artistry but like I don't like Justin Bieber the person I feel like he needs a shower yeah okay yeah yeah a shower you do look a little dirty and around the antibiotics yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. oh all I'm 
want for Christmas is a Z pack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's hop into the next segment of our show, guys. On category is we do uh, just a quick little segment called "What You Drinking?" Because sometimes you need um, a libation to get through uh, recording, uh, especially on Zoom. So I'll go off to start. This week I'm drinking coquito, which is like a traditional Puerto Rican version of eggnog. Right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say? And it has rum in yeah. it. Anyone who listens to category is knows that Justin cannot handle his rum. And <laughs> I only all. have about I only have about like a half inch left in the bottle. So I'm praying that I can make it through this entire show. So probably won't. Bear with me. <laughs> if I start to slur my words, it's not on purpose. <laughs> I love I love a good slur. <laughs> Wait, that sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Oh, what are you guys drinking? Um, so boring right now. I'm drinking peppermint <laughs> coffee. I'm, I literally, I, again, I was trying to get in the Christmas mood. So Tony <laughs> bought peppermint sticks yesterday. And so I like made coffee and I just poured it over my peppermint stick. So it's That's making great. me feel a little festive these days. A little festive. Just a little. Nice. Yeah. Mine's plain coffee without any peppermint. So I'm super boring. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, I could take a shot of mezcal right now if y'all want me to. Like, I could. <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah, last Fair night. So, so last night we were back in the tequila ginger ale mood, which is actually a really refreshing uh, drink. And we were. It's, a... it's delicious. Yeah. Especially with like fresh lemon or lime. Yeah. I'll have to give that a try. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's simple. It's really simple, but it's very. There was a whole summer where like that was our drink. That was my only thing. I, yeah. So part of part of this new apartment is we like fully stocked the bar, so we're like just like rotating Alcoholics. through and trying different things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice. What are you drinking, Maurice? Um. So this week we are recording on Sunday afternoon, which is outside of our regular time. Um. <laughs> but. Since it's brunch time, I'm having a mimosa, but with pineapple juice instead of orange juice. Oh, I love okay. a pineapple yeah. mimosa. Mm-hmm. I'm allergic yeah. to pineapple, so I can't really have it. But, mm-hmm. but he enjoys it. Sometimes I you enjoy like the danger. Little, I like to be a little dangerous. <laughs> That's my favorite fruit. That's so sad. Yeah. Are you allergic like, to just any other tropical fruits or just like pineapple? Kiwi. I'm actually really allergic to kiwi too. Which Get, I love. Guess what's in the fridge right now. But some, again, sometimes <laughs> I like to be dangerous. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? Effort. It's like, worth the time. Because I want, because I love these things so much, but like they, yeah. just my uh-huh. tongue does not, my throat starts getting itchy and small, and it's just not a good thing. So, but I love everything. Also, yes, yes. We don't need no allergic reactions. We need no breakouts during the Christmas time. All right. <laughs> well, on the show, we guys are just, you know, usually we have our show um, and we do the category is section where we talk about hot topics and things that are going on in the world and the mess. We have realness. But today it's really going to be realness all about you guys. We want to know all about Marco and Tony. So um, tell us a bit about yourselves in, in terms of like, how did you guys meet? What was your, um, you know, origin story? story. So we met through a mutual friend named Adam. (laughs) (laughs) The story we tell our parents. (laughs) So Tony and I, back in the day uh, when there was no grinder or scruff. And you couldn't chat with people on your phone. Yep. We met on a website called Adam for Adam. Ooh, back in the day. Back in the day. Way back in the day. That was like the chat room days. The gay.com day and all that. (laughs) Maurice is familiar with those days. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I do like you on rum. <laughs> yeah, last time we were talking to you, you were just drinking water. You like, had something major going on the next day, so I you had, were... I had yeah. court the next day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I hate that story for you. Um, <laughs> but no, um, yeah. So, anyways, I had just uh broken oh, months ago. It was like in March. I had gotten cheated on and like gotten out of a relationship, and so. It was like June and I had come to the realization that I needed like friends. Like I wanted like gay friends. Mm -hmm. I just wanted like more of a community. I had like two good gay friends, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you want like a little bit more. He had like lived across, he was like 45 minutes away from me. So like every time we saw each other, it was like more of like an event. That's long Um, distance. Yeah, so I wanted like, (laughs) I wanted like friends. No, his friend. My friend. His friend. friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. My friend lived like 45 minutes away. So whenever we would see each other, it was like, I'm coming over. We're going to go out. I'm going to have mm-hmm. to stay the night because I can't go back. Home. You know, like it was like that kind of thing. So um, I wanted friends that like lived in the, in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was that that naive, weird gay that was like, I'm going to go on a gay website and look for friends. And, <laughs> and it was like it was a th- it was a whole thing there. Of course, everybody uh-huh. was like not really into it but then i saw tony's profile and i was like he looks cool he looks like somebody that like i would be friendly with and did so- did you just record saying i'm cool no <laughs> um delete that um <laughs> constantly likes to tell me i'm not cool and i have to remind him that I am. Tony is a soccer dad without the children. Um, <laughs> with all the jokes. <laughs> but soccer dads are hot. Even soccer dads with the children, it's like bonus points. The children, <laughs> see, if he had the children, I'd be like, that's just him. Without the children, I'm like, how old are you exactly? Um, yeah. um, so, uh, yeah. So, anyways, I saw Tony's profile, thought he looked interesting. Um, Read cool. And, then, <laughs> and I just reached out to him and just was like you know we just started chit-chatting for a little while mm-hmm. yeah and i was on there for the same reason believe it or not so i just wanted <sighs> my whole life i had had problems with gay people like not being able to not sleep with each other and to just like know each other and be friends so i i and i remember the first time i ever had the first and only time up to that point where i had a gay friend who like it was completely platonic there was never anything like that we could just be silly and goofy and i missed that um and so i wanted that and that's i mean that's all it was supposed to be we were supposed to just be friends and there was a couple of you know as they say near misses where we didn't actually get to hang out um and then we finally did and it was like maybe two hours and two drinks (laughs) two very strong drinks so tony and i met up at this bar that was because we met in st petersburg florida that's where we were both living at the time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there was this bar down the street no longer exists no it's called georgie's alibi rest in peace and um on thursday nights they did three dollar long islands and so in a big mason mason jars oh wow and i was and i was friends with the bartender like i knew him very well and so there his the long islands he made for me were like all All alcohol alcohol. splash Splash. and the splash of coke yeah so he it was it was and so we it was like two long islands in and tony 
essentially said to me like you don't have to feel the same way but just so you know i like you um and i and it was crazy because like during the entire time i had like i was like oh god am i gonna be able to hang out because i think i like this guy um but we're supposed to be friends we like bonded over chicken wings and vacuuming floors and (laughs) you know like like weird (laughs) because i'm i'm crazy and i grew up in a crazy black home where you know your mama needed to see the lions in the carpet to know that they existed exactly yeah (laughs) we were just talking about that and um and i told them about how ocd i am about it at this point and being the same ocd when it comes to mowing the lawn i totally got it yeah yeah and so we uh so we just and so i was like god damn it i think i like this guy and we're just supposed to be friends and so this is going to be like really problematic because like am I going to be able to like be friends with somebody? He was like, I don't know. I'm going to get real sentimental real quick. Um, When I was talking to him, he was like, look, he was looking at me. Like it was like, he was hanging on to my every word, like everything that I was saying, he was like paying attention to. And it was weird. Yeah. (laughs) Weird for me because we were in this bustling bar, right? There was so much going on around me that like it would have been very easy to be distracted. Yeah. Like we were in a passing point for people. Yeah, it would have been easy to be distracted. And he was like paying attention to every word. Mm -hmm. And I had never really had that before. And I, I thought it was like super weird. So I was like, God damn it, I think I like him. And then he said that he liked me and i was like okay good <laughs> so like so we can do this so yeah and then we ended well, and i thought it was so like almost sad because you said if i hadn't said anything you would have just like been my friend forever and like had these secret feelings and just not done anything about them and i thought that was so sad well it, i mean I, I didn't mean it like i meant more like i was not interested in like pressuring you into like mm-hmm. liking me like mm-hmm. do you see what i'm saying like i didn't mm-hmm. want that like if we're supposed to be friends and that was the whole goal then like let's be friends like it's completely fine um so that that was just my whole thing but yeah we ended the night uh with a kiss and one hell of a kiss <laughs> <laughs> we've literally been together ever since it's been 11 years and almost six months that we've been together wow. been. that's yeah. amazing so that's a yeah. really long way of answering your question on how we <laughs> yeah that's really sweet and especially you know you've been together 11 years and six months mm-hmm. which is an eternity in gay years mm-hmm. So yes. you have to be honest with you. <laughs> so you have this moment at the bar. You start dating at some point after that. At what at what moment do you kind of like know that like, okay, this is gonna go somewhere, this is gonna be, you know, who I see myself with in the future? Because I think Justin has this theory that I disagree with that when something that like that they do that's really annoying stops bothering you like that's when the moment that you know that they're the person for you let me just let me just correct it it's not that it stops bothering you when something that would like annoy you when any other person did it or something that you that used to annoy you about that person becomes endearing and you miss it and you want them to do those annoying things so that's when i know i love you oh no i think it's because my thing (laughs) on that is so Jennifer Lewis, who is like our auntie, she okay. says that <laughs> if you sit in a room full of shit for long enough, after a while, it stops smelling like shit. So I think <laughs> that's I my thinking around that. 
love this. <laughs> I it's a very interesting. So I'm we a knew, very we I knew, knew pretty quickly. The, well, the night we met, we knew it was different. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew it was different because like we parted ways and then we came back together a few hours later. Um, and it just like felt different because neither of us is really that that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you knew pretty quickly. Yeah, I'm a very like assured person like if there's something that like i know i just know it like there's no question (laughs) about it like it doesn't take me a long time to like mull over the decisions i don't have to create pros and cons like i'm just like no this is what i want um excuse me but that said um i kind of agree with both of you justin there is something about the things that and being in this relationship for this long i had to learn this anyways but there's something about like the way that tony did things differently than me that was probably would have annoyed me with other people and for some reason it did not annoy me with him and i was like i'm i I obviously am into him because it doesn't Mm -hmm. annoy me um and i think that that is uh uh, there's some truth to that. I think mm. there's some truth to that. That said, mm. Maurice, I can agree with you as well. And your auntie. Because I can agree. I can agree because, yeah, I think that there had been quite a bit of shit that I've had, you know, I had dealt with. And I, I think Tony met me at a really good time where <laughs> I'm not saying that he is, you know, a shitty person person and no in fact you called me cool just so happened to catch me at that time but at the same time uh uh, uh, there was quite a bit of uh, shit and and i uh yeah and his shit just for whatever reason didn't smell like it just wasn't a problem for me it just wasn't a thing i just didn't i wasn't bothered by it (laughs) (laughs) so you've been married for for how many years four Four years. Four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four years. Last month, month before last. October. Yeah. yeah. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I needed to. I needed to make sure I wanted to keep this one. <laughs> <laughs> so six years in, I proposed. Seventh year, wow. we got married. Yeah. Yeah. Although you had proposed many years before that. <laughs> I did. And I said no. Completely shot down. Yes. <laughs> So, so you guys have been together a really long time. Like 11 years, to our point earlier, is unheard of. To be married for four, I mean, I know people who just can't make it past a year. Like that's a mm-hmm. major benchmark in many gay relationships. What like advice do you have or what in your personal relationship has made for success, for, has made for you to sustain this longevity? There's so many answers to that. You should just listen to the podcast because that's what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, relationship. <laughs> um, no, podrelationship.com. Pod pod, no. Pod, um, you, you said that wrong, too. Well, I said podrelationship.com. Pod you, you said relation. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, communication's key. That's the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think something that we're learning right now that, that we've always, it's always been happening for us, but it's become increasingly important, especially because of COVID, is keeping your own life like having your own interests, having your own friends, mm-hmm. not that we don't share, you know, a, a lot of those, like Marco's family is my family. My family is Marco's family. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of joint friends, but then there are friends that I have, friends that he has, interests that he has. And, and I think it's been important for us to like, you know, you hear about those people who like their relationship ends or unfortunately their partner dies and they like have to find themselves again because they don't remember mm-hmm. who they are. 
I don't think you should need to do that. I think you should keep your own life the whole time so that you can you continue to bring more experiences, more interests, more intrigue to the relationship, which again, I think is something we're learning right now is like really important. And I don't know that we're super doing it right now. Mm. Yeah, for me, I think it's understanding. Um, <clears throat> we are an interracial gay couple that come from two completely different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very easy to go into a relationship with a person and be like, this is how I do things. This is how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to do it, the, you know, this kind of way. And that's very easy, right? That's like one of those things that you just don't have to even think twice about. Like, it's super simple to make that happen. But if you plan on making something last for an extended period of time, you kind of have to get over that. You kind of have to say, all right, I understand where he's coming from. This is where I'm coming from. What does the middle look like? Yeah. And, right. and I've had to do a lot of that is, is, you know, again, I come from a very black family that values cleanliness and put togetherness. And, you know, you weren't allowed to be out the house without like being pristine and, you know, and things mm-hmm. like that. And Tony comes from like a very hippie background, right? Where, you know, his mom did not necessarily. Hippie in a farm. Yeah, hippie in a farm. (laughs) He's a very neat person, but he's not a very like clean person. Um, The the outside animals always come inside, including me. (laughs) And so, you know, so being able to know and understand what that looks like. So I like do not include him in the cleaning because. If he cleans, I end up having to go back and do it anyways because it's not, <laughs> not uh, your standard. Yeah, right. So it's you know, it's so it's like things like that. Like you just like learn You get your own to, rhythm. You learn how to be understanding of each other. Mm-hmm. And and I can't be mad at him for not doing things the way that I do things. Mm-hmm. Um and vice versa. I just we have to we've spent a lot of time at figuring out what is our normal. Like when you walk in this Critelli household, what is it that we do that is the standard for this house, not mm-hmm. somebody else's, you know, imposition of what we have going on? Yeah, because you and I could not be more different. Like, you grew up comfortable. I grew up pretty poor. Mm-hmm. You know, you, um, you're you very much a, a in-the-moment right now gratification person. I'm much more of a delayed gratification. You know, you don't mm-hmm. like grocery shopping. I don't like cleaning. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's mm-hmm. there's all these differences. But, like, we've just figured out the harmony but we're still figuring out like what was it yesterday i learned you don't like mopping so like i started doing the mopping because i enjoy it but it's it's the same thing as like the the lines in the carpet and the the you know the lawnmower lines like i can use the mop and make lines in the floor like i can see my progress the ocd is very happy Mm. (laughs) (laughs) but but that was just yesterday we've been together 11 years you just learned that yesterday yeah yeah Yeah, literally i hate mopping yeah and i was like oh i'll do it from now on i I like it clean a toilet with no gloves on and be happy all the live long day but you ask me to mop and i will put it off like nobody's business yeah and you don't like folding the laundry so you'll like wash the laundry and leave it for me i hate folding yeah i don't <laughs> but again, it's, it's a rhythm you know yeah. you don't do nearly any of the cooking i do I almost try not all of to. it <laughs> I, like, I like to cook to entertain like for people but i will not yeah. for like Oh, nourishment on a daily basis yeah yeah that's really beautiful though i think that you know i always say that when you feel like you know every everything about a person and you've lost interest in who they are then the relationship's done yep. because it's like people are constantly evolving and growing and i feel like it's beautiful, beautiful that after 11 years together you just learned the other day that he doesn't like you. 
Mm-hmm. It makes me so happy because it we gives were... me hope that like people can really remain keep interested, especially in this culture where people just have such short attention spans and yeah. get bored very quickly. That's just really refreshing to hear. I mean, we were we met. I was twenty five, and Tony was twenty seven when we met. We were babies. babies. We were <clears throat> children, right? Like we yeah. did not know. We had no business doing what we were doing. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, we just were not like we, you know. And we were completely different people. We are what four, three apartments together at this point. Three, one, two, three, four apartments. Four, four mm-hmm. apartments together. And multiple jobs, multiple jobs, (laughs) different. We have a dog and a cat together. Like Mm -hmm. our lives are just different now, you know? And so there's just a, um, lots of new furniture, new furniture, new responsibilities Mm -hmm. and things of that nature. So like we, you know, there's an evolution that Mm -hmm. takes place, you know, much to your point, Justin, is that, you know, and, and we're still maturity, but a growth and we're still learning. Mm -hmm. I'm still learning that like, you know, it's not that I didn't know that I didn't like mopping. I think it was like the first time I'd ever vocalized it because I noticed the, that I the wasn't bare floors we've ever had. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I was, I just was not mopping and that was just a whole, you know, I just wasn't mopping and that was just the beginning and end of it. So it was whatever. So that's all. Yeah. So, so what do you guys do to keep the relationship fun and fresh and like, you know, to stop from getting bored because i'm a person who gets bored easily and i would be like oh my I, I get surprised when i when i like someone i'm like wow i still like you or wow like again you don't annoy me yet like so what do you guys do to keep it fun and fresh i'm gonna let tony answer that question to start there. i mean yeah prior to um prior to covid um you know we so it, it's challenging for us because i am mr routine so like it's not difficult mm-hmm. for me to like wake up at the same time, do the same exercises, read the same stuff, like have a routine, like go to work, come home and not need other people. Um, that's a, that's another huge difference between us is Marco is Mr. Social Butterfly and I am not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, for me, it's easy to keep things good because it's just routine. Like just have dinner with me, have, you know, let's watch a movie, let's go to the movies, let's, you know, play a game, like whatever. And I'm, and I'm good. So for me, it's it's really simple because there's always more books to be read, more movies to watch, more games to play, more walks to take. You know, I really like to know like what you're thinking and what you're working on personally. Um, but involving lots of other people's not and going places is not really something that I need to be happy. And Marco does, um, and so that's something that just over the years, like I've learned, like oh, we need to plan to take trips, and oh, we need to like go to people's places or have people over. So like even during COVID. You know, we've built this small community, one small family and, and two really good friends where like we all kind of like monitor each other and make sure we isolate so that we can come together safely and still, you know, windows open, you know, uh, you know, being safe, like eating outdoors, that sort of thing. But just every once in a while, I would say maybe since March, two to three times with each of those groups, not a ton, but enough to kind of help keep us sane. Um, I just want to point out the fact that they asked what we do for fun to keep things fun and you managed to make that <laughs> fun of <laughs> have you met me, you made, you made me so to answer your question justin <laughs> what do we do to, like make things fun so tony and i like so we found that we like to play like video games so tony is a huge into video games mm-hmm. so you are gamers mm-hmm. yeah, tony well oh. I don't claim that. Title. Marco, Marco came um, along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, I have all like I grew up with like a Sega Genesis and things of that nature. So I always played, you know, 
I played video games, but I was never like a video gamer. And I um, went to like the world championship. <laughs> so Tony, yeah. So Tony is like a gamer, wow. like, legitimately yeah. a gamer. So what we've found is because I grew up with, I mean, we both have siblings, but I grew up with my brother. He's like 18 months younger than I am. And in our household, you were never, we were never allowed to play a video game unless each other could play along. And so all of our Same, videos yeah. growing up were two-player video games. Like, they just had to be. Um, and Tony did not experience that. He was well, in a whole they they tried dark... to make that a thing, but all we did was fight. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was all, yeah. So I grew up, so as we've, as we've been together for 11 years, we've found that we really do well with playing video games together. Like, we find strategy video games. First-person shooters. First-person shooters and mm -hmm. things of that nature. And we're actually really good at, like, I don't know, like, teaming up and, like, yeah. you do this, I'll goal. do that. Yeah. Like, and we're Very really good at strategic, that. like you said. Yep. So, yeah. so, we so we play video games together. We love movies mm -hmm. and things of that nature. Sometimes not the same movies, so we give each other that space. Yeah. But, um, and we, TV shows. Yeah, we do TV shows. And then just the other, like, we're, like, we like to be silly with each other. That's mm -hmm. the thing That's that we favorite. really enjoy is, like, laughter we love to laugh and poke each other and harass each, each other, other like crazy. harass you know like in I've case got, you hadn't noticed i got a real slick tongue <laughs> so like i like i'm real good at like you know reading him and throwing as much shade as humanly possible and i can volley um, it right back <laughs> kind of um and so and so so you know we do we just we try to like we try not to take things too seriously and just try to have as much fun as as possible whether that's making a cocktail and trying it out and having fun and you know having drinks with each other to playing with the dog and, and doing those things to like exploring the neighborhood's always nice yeah just like having we just like to have fun just i just like talking to you i'm very interesting hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm cool <laughs> no i do i i would say that's my favorite thing it's 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 rare that you will run errands with me but when you do it's some of the most fun that i have because we just like this, it's New York, so it's super walkable. So like we'll walk for hours till our feet hurt, uh, mm -hmm. but we just don't stop talking. But also we're best friends. So like we can not talk and it's totally fine mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Cool. So in, say again. I said we sound gushy and gross. I love it. My heart's <laughs> like all gooey. Marco's, Marco's not into it. I am. <laughs> so in this COVID um, time where... It seems like, you know, every week we're hearing about a couple that's breaking up, like they've been together 15, 20 years, and then they're breaking up. Um, why do you think that is? Because, you know, like you said, you, you're, you're finding times to keep it fresh and like do new things and talk and spend more time together. Why do you think like now is the time that a lot of these long-term relationships are kind of breaking up? Well, well not to... I've Thing. Go ahead. Well, I think that what happens is that pre-COVID, I don't know if anybody really remembers what that was like, but before COVID, we had lives, right? Like we had very chaotic and busy lives, right? We worked and you spent, you know, eight to 10 hours in an office and then you came back and it was very much, you know, um, scheduled right so it was you eat dinner you watch a little bit of tv you go to bed you wake up you do the same thing so we managed and at one point in time i did come to tony crying because i was like you know our lives are so mundane like we don't do anything with each other like it's so like 
we spend what three to four hours with each other every single night and then we go to bed mm-hmm. like and th- and like i hate this i hate this like the way that we're doing things like i'm mr i will take a step back from my job and like go part-time if i have to just so that i can devote more time to like us and what we have going on because i hate the monotony of like not being able to devote that anyways i say all that to say that a lot of people were kind of just coexisting right they were they were coexisting in a world that was okay with like being two ships passing in the night and now you have the scenario in which you're stuck under a roof together and in all the square footage in the world <laughs> cannot save you from being in the same space as this person that you married um and uh it was it, it, it's very, very, it's challenging. I'm not going to lie. It's challenging. Tony and I were fortunate. We were also crazy enough to move during COVID, but like mm-hmm. our last place was like a 700, 720 square foot apartment mm-hmm. that when we started COVID, we were like, yay, we get to spend all this time together. But come like 60 days later, I was like, can you go on the other side of the apartment, please? I need space from you. Um, because you start realizing things. I told Tony at one point in time, I was like, you chew loud. Like, I can <laughs> hear you chewing. And I've never, like, I don't know if I've never paid attention to that or what, but like, I can hear you chew. And you start recognizing these things about one another that is n- n- not what you would normally see because much to Justin's point, you have all this time apart and then you love them so much that that loud chewing is something <laughs> that you're able to let, you don't smell the shit let go of, mm-hmm. right? But now I'm coming to the realism, uh, but I'm, I say all that to say that I'm completely happy we have more square footage in this apartment now, this new apartment, and so we have a little Mind bit of Mind you, we work at the people. same table together. Yeah. But we have, <laughs> he doesn't take advantage but of we it. Have like, <laughs> but we have multiple rooms, and we have places to go and things of that nature, which is fantastic. But um, anyways, I to answer your question, Maurice, is I think that people are just coming to the realization of who it is that they are with now, and it don't look as shiny and bright as it used to. <laughs> and it's unfortunate. Um, and, yeah. But, you know, people have to understand that, like, those things, it takes work. And I think that at the end of the day, that's the part that is really unfortunate to me is that people, instead of putting forth the effort into trying to make things work, they just throw up their hands and they say, oh, I can't do this anymore. And I'm done and over with, you know, and it's, uh, it's unfortunate. It's sad. And I would, I would echo what you say. I think you definitely are absolutely correct. I think there's also a couple of additional things that are at play, right? So like you, there's no more missing each other because mm-hmm. you're always around each other the whole time. And mm-hmm. miss, missing each other is an important part of, of life. Mm-hmm. Because you're around all the time, there's no stories from work. You don't come home and say, how was your day? Because I already know how your day was because I was there the whole time. So there's a whole conversation yeah. lost, right? Um, you know, you're, you're not going to the movies, you're not going out. So you don't have the, you know, reveling in this is what I just watched, or this is who I just saw. And again, those stories are lost, right? That that sharing, whether as a shared experience or later as a shared conversation, that's gone too. You're also dealing with two people who are dealing with COVID. So you got to remember, there's individuals who are under this like incredible, unprecedented type of stress. 
And I tell people now is not the time to be making important decisions, whatever that looks like, right. including breaking up, because this is not this is not normal. This is not real life, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's that's super important, and and that's lost. Um, so I th- I think there's I think there's those additional sort of pieces too. Sure. Yeah. But on on the flip side, you have people who like dating apps are blowing up. Like mm-hmm. Justin's on his third Corona Bay. Four. <laughs> Don't do that. No, I have a what? boyfriend. But, you know, at the beginning of Corona, I was engaging in Corona dating, but that was shut down really early because I'm an mm. amazing man. He's my boyfriend now. And, you know, it's interesting for us even because our relationship has only existed during Corona. And we talk all the time and we're just like, we want to see what our relationship's like out in the real world. Because mm-hmm. right now it kind of ex- exists in this vacuum that, um, like you said, is not okay, real, you know? So, yeah. yeah. But it's so, cute. I love, I love that you guys, like, I'm always curious. I mean, this is a <laughs> whole other podcast episode, right? But, like, I that is, like, a whole thing right there. Like, how to make a coronavirus relationship start and finish during this. Or continue. Or continue during mm-hmm. this pandemic, right? That is, like, a whole thing. Right, right. I, I totally got it. Not, not, that's an awesome topic. <laughs> I, I think, you know, obviously, I'm in a unique situation that I can speak to that. But I want to know of you guys, Marco and Tony, tell us a bit about what made you decide to get into the podcasting space and to, you know, do your podcast and, you know, just give us the why and what was the inspiration for that. So it started with Tony. So again, all wide-eyed and ignorant tony and i thought that like you know we're in a relationship we're gonna like make friends with other gays and like have this like really cool connection with like other couples and do couples things and you know have fun with other couples and you know just like, have this whole experience yeah, but, but no not that dinner going to the See, movies even yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Shady. Shady. <laughs> We just wanted to be able to, like, do the things that the straight couples do, right? Like, how often, like, straight couples go on vacations together and, Mm -hmm. you know, do all, and we just wanted that. But what we were finding is every single time we would go into a social scenario, we know that automatically people see us and don't initially think that we're together. And mind you, this is prior to us being married, so there were no rings on the finger and things Mm -hmm. like that. And we understood that. Um, but then when we would introduce each other as boyfriends, it was always one of two questions. Um, do you guys play together or do you guys play separately? So everyone was trying to get into our bed in some capacity. And it was very deflating for us because again, we were going into it so innocently, like thinking that we were getting ready to have like this cool situation with like you know fellow gay couples and doing all this fun things that you know could be done and all of them were only interested in you know getting in our pants in some capacity and so we the idea first came for us to start like a meetup group Mm -hmm. where we would like introduce like you know have like a couples meetup group where we again could go bowling and go to the movies and you know go kayaking go to dinner like do whatever it is that we can do and then my what happened was my brother started a podcast with his good friend and i was like oh my god that is a brilliant idea let's create a podcast that gives us a bigger megaphone 
to talk about the issues and, you know, we're going to call it relationship because it's all of the shit that you go through to be in a relationship with the person that you love. And we can just talk about like being a monogamous couple. It's what we know, a monogamous gay couple and like all of the, the things that we go through to try to like stay together because we love each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was three years ago. Mm -hmm. And um, almost four. Yeah, it'll be four in February. Um, Yeah. And so, and that's just how, yeah, that's how it started. And it, from there, it's kind of become a little bit bigger than us (laughs) because (laughs) there's a lot, like, there's a lot, you know, that goes on behind the scenes with it. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. our listeners are so amazing and just in terms of responding to, uh, you know, answering and engaging engaging, yeah, Mm -hmm. listener situations and all that great stuff like that. But yeah, so that's, uh, that was the inception of podcast yeah i love it because it's you're in season three Mm -hmm. um i think what episode 38 i believe uh uh, 39 39. yeah last wednesday yeah Mm -hmm. and so you have your your gay relationship goals segment you have the segment where you talk to uh like your listener relation uh shit questions you have your queer biz section where you highlight um uh, lgbt business Mm -hmm. um and you know, so much is wrapped up in your relationship and your personal life. Like, is there a topic that's off limits? Because I, I remember in that episode, um, you were talking about, you know, your like hookup culture and how you don't hook up and like things about your sex life. So like, what is off limits, if anything, in your podcast? That's a really good question. Um, Very little. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so we have family and coworkers that listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. We're mindful of that, so we're very mindful of it. Like we, but we're not going to avoid a topic no. just because of that. We may just be careful of what words we choose when we're doing that. Like especially when it comes to like certain stories, we don't name names. We just say there is someone in my family, there is someone in my social network, there is someone I work with. Like we just leave it that way. But I'd say that's the only way, really, that we censor. Or we might not be, like, as specific as talking about things. So I think at, like, during an episode, I was like, oh, yeah, we just got sex toys, like, in the mail. In the mail. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, we'll say that, but we're not going to, like, talk about, like, what they are. What it was. (laughs) Right? Because, you know, like, there's a certain element of it that, like, Y'all don't need to know the business of what's going on in our bedroom. But again, we are a happy, monogamously, you know, gay couple that is, you know, yeah, we have sex, right? Like, <gasps> so, you know, like <laughs> shock the world. Yeah, so My we, pearls. Yeah. <laughs> do things, you know, that couples do and have fun with. Yeah. Stuff. Um, but we try, you know, it's we battled with that during the first season where we were like, how real do we want to get with these bitches like how Mm -hmm. are we gonna put out there and we i think very quickly decided like the gloves are off like let's do there's episodes that tony and i like did topics and you can very much so hear that we were having a fight with a microphone in front of our (laughs) (laughs) it's true it's true. Yeah, because it was like the topic this was is real, though. Yeah, it's real. This yeah. is life, and you know he doesn't understand what I'm saying, and I don't like what he's saying, and blah 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 blah. And and we get ready to have this discussion with our listeners. Um, and we, you know, three seasons in, we we we've tried we've tried to turn the knob down on that <laughs> because we've come to realize that that's not 
fun for people to listen to. That's like being the child in like your, <laughs> yes. your parents are like, like where is the eject button? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so we realize that that's not for like that doesn't make for fun listening. Um, but, but we, we still also, have those conversations yeah. and we just say, this is something you and I disagree on and we're going to navigate that together right sure. now. But we don't, we don't go in heated anymore. No. Yeah. We try not to. We're pretty good at it. It depends on what we're drinking too. Because if we're like, if I'm like <laughs> drunk and I'm going to it, sure. like, I'm, you getting ready to hear what I got to say. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, I got news for everyone. They're always going to hear what you got to say. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, and, but no, we, I mean, we start a lot of the, com- like, we'll start those topics with, and this is what we struggle with. Like, this is something that we have a really hard time with, and, and then we'll get into it. And but, then the only other thing we do is we'll say, you know, sorry, brother, you might not want to listen to this one. You might want to skip ahead 30 yeah. seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I want to skip this whole segment because it's about sex. Right. <laughs> we do, yeah. But no, that's a great question because, yeah. yeah, we had to. We had to figure that out very quickly. But if, but if part of part of what we do, we feel like we have a responsibility to the community to deliver a message mm-hmm. that, that isn't there, right? So it's mm-hmm. fine to be non-monogamous and it's fine to like build your own path and break with tradition. It's also fine if that's what you want and the tradition, the monogamy, right? And, and not to play around. And that doesn't exist. Not really. That, that dialogue doesn't exist. So to me, we have a responsibility as part of that truth to also explore pretty much every aspect of that. Like what does good sex look like when you're monogamous? What does fighting look like when you're monogamous? Like what, like it's all those skills. Well, I think we live in such an Instagram world right now where like filters mm-hmm. are put on everything, right? And like, curated. And everything is curated mm-hmm. and you only put out there what you want people to see, right? So you can take, you can, right. So you can take <laughs> like six, you can take 60 pictures, but only post the one good one, right? <laughs> and, and, Tony and I really wanted to not let that be what this is. We really wanted to work hard to say, like, relationships are fucking dirty, and they're hard, and they take work, and they're not uh, all, you know, there's not like a sepia filter that you can put on it, right? It just is not the normal. You had me at dirty and hard. (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah they're they're challenging and if you if the relationship is worth it if you both value what you're doing then you're gonna have to put work into it and and well that's not just true of of queer relationships that there's nothing about that that's also true of like just regular relationships i shouldn't say regular relationships all relationships in society like you get happily ever after you you never see the after right like ever right it's you fought to get to each other and so you've achieved it it's like no there's a whole new set of skills that you need to develop yeah yeah Yeah. right awesome so you know you guys like you said you're in your third season of the podcast you know where do you see the podcast going and what are your hopes for the future you know for this community that you built for you know, gay men and people who want to talk about the reality and the messiness of relationships. I, um, I have these like dreams of the podcast being like a a large platform where not because I think we're like experts and people actually want to hear what we have to say, (laughs) but like I just have these like dreams of like people wanting us to 
you know, go to LGBT events and talk, you know, on a grander scale of what it is that we do and what's going on. And, and, you know, I kind of want us to kind of be these relationship mentors within the LGBTQ plus community and give the opportunity to speak to anybody that is like seeking this information and and wanting our um, guidance on anything that we're able to offer. So, you know, whether that's like speaking engagements, whether that's guesting on other podcasts or, um, you know, like this one or anything of that nature, I just really want for us to have the opportunity to be out there um, helping people. You know, we just got a listener letter from an amazing uh, listener. His name is Daniel. And he like wrote a super long email with like four questions that he had for us because he like he was really curious about our take on like all of these issues. Um, and we gave him a whole segment. Like we gave yeah. him like an entire wow. because mm-hmm. of it because we loved the enthusiasm and we it was loved very endearing. It was so and they were important questions. earnest mm-hmm. and just everything about it was just so lovely. It was exactly just, what we want to do. Yeah. And, you know, and it was just fun. And so, again, we gave them an entire segment and we were like, we'll answer every single one of your questions. And like, oh, yeah. we want to encourage that from our listeners. We want our le- listeners to like really think of us as like their friends. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you have an issue in your relationship you have a friend that you go to right that you're able to talk to and, and seek their guidance or opinions about what you should or should not do um and we want our listeners to think of us like that like let's grab a cocktail let's talk about what's going on like let's see what your options are um and so i really want our listeners to to do that with us so you know we're going to keep doing the podcast we're going to keep putting ourselves out there. We're going to keep doing hashtag queer biz. We'll keep highlighting gay relationship goals. We'll keep inviting more people within the community. We're taking back one segment because it's just starting to get a little bit too much. So you might not see us on camera very much anymore, Uh, but that doesn't mean we won't continue to share photos of us and things of that nature. And talk about topics like skill building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all those fun things. Um, but yeah, we just, I just want us to be good. I don't know. Maybe one day we'll write a book. And talk about yeah, that's a good one. Memoir. merch and all that fun mm-hmm. stuff. We do, we do have t-shirts. <laughs> we do have t-shirts. And yeah. postcards. We do have postcards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We look forward to everything that you guys are going to bring. We love your podcast. Um, because it's amazing. You guys talk about real topics. You're so, your laughs are so infectious and you're like our new podcasting BFF. So we are oh, so happy. Love you. You guys. <laughs> we adore you both. We do. We, you know, we have such, it's such a pleasure to like mm-hmm. get to speak with so many people. We've had such access to so many amazing peoples, but there are a few guests that we get to like talk to that like really like stick in us. Like oh, that sounds weird. <laughs> that like uh, <laughs> that like that real that we like walk away from the interview and we're like, my God, I want to be friends with them. Um, and talking with you both really let us know. Like I was like, they are our people. Mm-hmm. Like those are like. The- <laughs> we would totally be friends with outside <laughs> yeah. of podcasting and it's so great that podcasting has brought us together 
Um, yep. But we definitely yep. would be friends with them outside of it. So as soon as that vaccine comes out, get yes. ready. For- <laughs> um, yeah, we know we love you guys and we really uh, appreciate what you do too. Your podcast is so much fun. And I, I don't know. I just love, I, I just love fun. Cause what I like about what you guys do with your podcast is that it's, um it's an outlet, like, right. It's just like a, mm-hmm. a good time. It's just having some fun. Talking about things that matter, yeah, right. Current yeah. things that matter, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of it's messy, and mm-hmm. and you know, and we, and some of it is really important and necessary, you know. But um, but it's no. real, yeah. But we and, and it's honest, and we enjoy. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, thank so you. So thank you guys so much for coming. Please tell our listeners where they can find you. Yeah, we are at Pod Relationship on Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook. Um, and then we have a website, which is podrelationship.com. So you can listen to the podcast there, but we also have Tony's blog on there and all sorts of other things. And then the podcast is on all of the platforms. Um, and that is relationship, except the, the I and shit, and shit is an exclamation point. And it's actually easier to search for us by searching for Critelli. Our last name. Which so is C-R-I-T-E-L-L-I. If you search for that, then you can find the podcast that way. Awesome. That's great. Yeah, Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. I can't wait to meet you guys in real life. Yeah. Yeah. soon. Hopefully soon. Yes. Yes. Fingers, Fingers crossed. Eyes oh. crossed. Everything. <laughs> guys. Um, I can't wait to meet you guys. Thank you so much for Thank having you. us. We really appreciate you. Thank you. Be safe. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Category Is. Be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all things social media at Category Is Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can contact us at categoryispod at gmail.com. Check us out on the web at categoryispod.com.